0: Ready to rise through the ranks of the online marketing hierarchy? Take some notes from the original royals of revenue, the, the internet traffic kings. kings. We're about to open up a treasure chest of knowledge from the best of the best. With your hosts, Kevin the Father D. Vincenzi, the original Big Faboon, John Fondy, and the ultimate compliance conciliary, attorney
1: Bennett Kelly.
0: In three, two, one. Once again, welcome to Internet Traffic Kings. I'm the big Fabu John Fundy. We're broadcasting from a studio here at UNLV in fabulous Las Vegas. This is episode, believe it or not, show 16. And I'll tell you, we couldn't have done that without our executive producer, the Click Father, Kevin DiVincenzi. Always a dance going on, always a song kind of spurring in your heart. So, Kevin, it's (laughs) it's great to have you with us. And I want to remind our, our viewers that, you know, this is a non-ad supported show. So it's kind of a free gift, if you will, this great information. And uh, you can help us out, though. Um, if you wouldn't mind uh, giving us a five-star rating on uh, Apple Podcasts, uh, go to internettraffickings.com, um and, and do some posting up there as, as looking at the episodes. Uh, Spotify is also a good place to hear it. And then you can actually see our chiming faces on uh, YouTube. Our YouTube channel, all episodes are up there, and great guests. You could go back and just check out the guests and, and have some some fun with that. Uh, and uh, and Kevin, I got to really thank you. I mean, you normally would um, you would normally charge a thousand dollars an hour for this information that you give out, and you're kind of giving this as a free service to people out there. And in these tired tired trying troubled times that we have, four T's. By the way, if you're counting, I know
2: I saw. Yep, yeah, you get you got the be, bonus. Uh, it's
0: it's great to see somebody out there that's got a big heart, and you certainly do. And and uh, and why do you do it?
2: No, just to get back, John. Just to get back to the uh, to the to the industry, and to get good information out there, because there's not a lot of good places to get information. So to have a central place where we have good guests, real guests that uh, have a lot of experience, as you see, most of our guests have uh, you know 15 plus years in the industry, so they've. been through a lot, reinvented themselves several times and, you know, are where they are today.
0: And I think that that's the key right there. When you've been in the business this long, you know, you, you're going to make mistakes. And sometimes those mistakes are, are somebody else's good information. And you can share that information as a mentor with people. And, uh, and don't, don't stay in a rut. Reinvent yourself if you have to. And because I I think we're going to see more and more shenanigans going on for lack of a better word. And we we certainly don't get political on the show, but you got to, sometimes you just got to be real and understand that, that, Hey, let's, let's stay one step ahead of it and trying to, Uh, Stay one step ahead of it instead of trying to catch up and and reinventing yourself is a lot of what we talk about on the show here. And some of these great guests that we have on the show are great places to start. And when I got into the television business, I did everything because I didn't know what I wanted to do. Right. Try a little bit of everything and see what sticks, and see see what you want to do, what you're good at, what you're mm-hmm. not good at, and uh, and don't be afraid to ask for help. And,
2: and don't be afraid to fail, because some of your your failures will be your greatest insight on what not to do wrong the next time. So failure is okay.
0: Well, that's, that's true. Like they say, one door shuts, another one opens. Just make right. sure that you get to that open door as quick as you can and yeah. open it when you can and when you have that opportunity. And, and that's a lot of what we do here and and go back and, uh, and look at our episodes. Uh, we try to keep it light. Uh, we try to, you know, have fun with our guests, uh, whether they like it or not, we do have fun and, uh, and, uh, and get some good information out there that people can actually take home. Uh, I kind of call it wisdom to go. And uh, you can use that in your, in your daily life and stuff. And so, so Kevin, you, you've been around this business now for, I think, 24 years. And Correct. So you've seen it all. You've seen it, you know, when it started Uh, taking on steam you were not originally in this business you reinvented yourself and Mm -hmm. and look what this has turned into now and you've made a lot of really great friends and and got some great information And, and you shared all that brought us into into this industry as well and I know that was a big risk bringing me into it. So I appreciate that as as well.
2: (laughs) With pleasure, John. Um, I did want to say it is, I think you covered it at the beginning, but not an ad supported show. So if you're watching us on YouTube, smash that uh, subscribe button this way. Every time we put up a new episode, you'll get uh, notified when the episode's released every Tuesday. Um, If you go to Facebook, Internet Marketing Kings, or I'm sorry, Internet Traffic Kings, like the page there. or uh, obviously, uh, Apple Podcasts rate us five stars. You can listen there or Spotify. I covered it all.
0: That's good. And in fact, Kevin, if you if you forget the name of the show, you can just look down at your new T-shirt as well. That's
2: true. Yep, you're right. Okay. You yep. Go. Yeah. Okay. Yep. It's all spelled right too. Okay. That's all right. right. <laughs> we're good.
0: Awesome. Hey, uh, Kevin, um, you know what time it is right now? It's a uh, hot seat time, and we're going. Oh, nice. As well, so hopefully Got the you've got the, uh, the smoke free pants on today because we're going to throw you in that hot chair and pull the lever on you and ask for you some questions. Is that okay? Sounds great. Okay, well, great. We get these questions and they come from all over the world. We've gotten questions, you know, from Asia. We've gotten questions from India, questions from Morocco, uh, and uh, right now we're going to we're going to get a question from. Uh, from your home state, which maybe is a bit too international as well. That's what we're talking about, California. And uh, what Alice writes is she said, what are the best campaigns that you've ever done, Clickfather? What are the most memorable and why do you think they worked?
2: Interesting. Well, my the the way I got into the business was um, I owned a wireless store in Las Vegas and we ended up uh, marketing pagers uh Beepers, right? That uh, you could sell that were free to, the, to the, the user. They just paid for the unit and that was it. And then the person that called in paid a, a small nominal fee to send that page. Um, so that's how we got into the business. Um, and that was a hugely successful campaign. Over the years, gosh, John, we've done, you know, Ringtones back in 2002, I believe that was really big. And it was more so that we pivoted because ringtones were big, horoscopes were big. I put the two together and did a rig tone horoscope type offer. Um, and at our peak, we were doing 250,000 installs per day uh, on ringtones. So it was you know pretty significant. Um, and over the years, we've just evolved into all different types of products and launches. If you go to rapidresponseonline.com, our main homepage, you'll see we've got a whole timeline of our history and all the different campaigns. I mean, we were one of the first companies to launch Spotify, uh, Blockbuster Video, when they were big. You know, a lot of these brands, we uh, we we played in those arenas, and they were fun. You know, when it was all uh, pre pre uh, pre startups and things like that. So that that would be again my 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 end with or my my answer would be go to rapid response online and take a look at our timeline, and that'll give you everything.
0: Awesome, man. That's that's great. We're going to now uh, uh, jump in the magic bus and c- cross uh, the United States here. We're going to drop down in Atlanta with a question that comes from John. It says, how do you keep up with the current news and trends in the online marketing industry? Because it's it's blown up. Now.
2: Yeah, so I'm, I'm a part of quite a few different groups, quite a few different Skype groups, number one. Um, another good source is stack.money.com. I've been a member there for six years seven years as long as they've been in business um it's just keeping keeping with the relevant news that applies to you so join the groups that are directly applicable to what you're doing i mean it's very easy to get lost in all the noise out there and if you join if you're doing affiliate marketing you join every affiliate marketing group you'll have a bunch of junk on there um it's just going to waste a lot of your time which is you know the one of the most precious things is time so I would just be focused on what you're looking for. Um, and sometimes I'll join groups and then I'll unjoin them if I don't feel that the content has any value for me. Uh, Kyle Solarood, who we had on one of our shows, um, he's got a Google Ad strategy, one that's really good. So for my Google AdWords business, uh, I enjoy you know reading the post on there and case studies. So for me, I look for value. So if it's providing a value to me, great. If it's a bunch of banter, then I just I wait for a show to do that. Not
0: making as much money as you want on the net. The Internet Traffic Kings are by far your best bet. 24 years at the top of the game. Spotify and iTunes. Look for them by name. New episodes every Thursday. The Internet Traffic Kings. You know, I get so excited every week when we see who's going to be on our guest list here. And this is a guest list is one that, of course, is the five stars that we talk about here. And of course, she's five stars and she's sparkling today. And we're certainly glad to have her on the show. We're talking about Janine Rexon of Rex Direct. And and I'll tell you, it's always a pleasure to chat with you. Uh, what have you been up to? And, and, and what's shaking? What puts that smile on your face?
3: Well, I thank you very much for having me on this show. I absolutely love our industry and have been a part of it for nearly 20 years. So one of my most exciting things I love to talk about, honestly, is is work and what we do and how we do it and why I love it so much. So this is a perfect opportunity to share why I think all those things. And why I think this is a phenomenal forum for us to get some positive news out to the world, especially now, mm-hmm. about about our industry and how successful we can make our clients.
2: Well, that's that's the funny thing, Janine, because one of the things or one of the reasons you were uh, w- one of the guests that I really wanted to have on is because you've already been doing this working from home for quite some time.
3: <clears throat> so have
2: yes. I. And, and doing it successfully. So I think right now as people are transitioning – to understand what they have to do to make the change.
0: Mm-hmm. Because somebody
2: that's been in an office for 20 years, it's kind of tough. I've, I've spoken to quite a few people that are like, well, I just can't get used to it. You know, I don't, you know, I, they can't separate their home from their work life or what right. have you, so.
3: And for me, it is part of the excitement of this industry. When I think about what I'd rather be doing, when right. I consider the work-life balance that I have with an internet marketing career, It is exceptional. There's absolutely nothing that compares. And I've thought about it, but I can't find anything else that compares. The fact that I've been able to be involved in raising our four children actively and run a successful and grow a successful business with some phenomenal people from all over the world, nothing could be better. Really, nothing can be better. That's
2: great. What did you do before this, Janine?
3: I worked as a management consultant for PricewaterhouseCoopers. So I was involved with Vito, my business partner. Mm -hmm. We worked together on building technology for Fortune 500 brands. So I came from a technology background. And I think for me, that's another reason why this industry is so well suited. I have a technology background. I have a business background. And I also have a lot of creativity. I actually have one degree in architecture. So I have a oh, wow. real eye for design and color and layout. And I think the mix of technology and business and creativity is really what can make you a superstar. Well,
2: I, I, we were talking last uh, last podcast with Matt Frary of Smarter Chaos about influence marketing. And uh, I was explaining how it's an art and a science when you're, when you're doing your match, right? Mm-hmm. It's not just... Uh, it's not just technical, there's got to be the the art part of it as well, where you are creative and you're creating, uh, whether it's a creative or it's a pitch or it's a script, so that mm-hmm. it matches and resonates with the audience. So yeah, that that's probably my funnest part of the job as well, would be the creative part of it.
3: Yeah, I completely agree. I think it, it's, certainly as a leader, it's good to mm-hmm. have a pretty well-rounded suite of skills. Right, right. And then once you have a foundation to be able to bring specialists in for each one of those skill sets. But the fact that I can speak to every person within the company, within their language, is, right. I think, an asset in and of itself. Absolutely. I
0: agree. That's awesome. And uh, we just want you to know how, how much we love you, that we've got a, a special guest that we're going to bring on the show for you here and see if we can... See our special guest
2: here. No, 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 you no.
0: go. Oh
3: my goodness, I'm honored.
0: Yes. <laughs> and we're gonna make sure that you know just how much we love you as well. So,
3: thank you very much. <laughs> <laughs> oh,
0: so, that's that's well, awesome. We tried well, it. Was that a pinata, pinata,
2: John? What's that? Was that a pinata?
0: Um, pinata, pinata. Oh, Okay, are,
2: are you emceeing a, uh, I mean, a, a you party after you, this?
0: I'm doing a quinceanera after this. You are
2: okay. I <laughs> thought so.
0: Okay. That's what I thought. That's awesome. So you know, working uh, you know, working remotely, just like you, Kevin. Um, you know, typically when we're in our offices or in our studios and stuff, we we can do face to face and all that stuff. When you're doing things remotely, you've really got to be a good communicator as well. Uh, what do you use for your communication skills, Janine?
3: We actually don't do a lot of face-to-face meetings, ironically. It seems to be the trend now, but uh, I like the space that I... That we have as a result of not even speaking face-to-face. So we use a tool predominantly internally called Sococo, Mm S-O-C-O-C-O.com. And it's a virtual office software that allows us to chat internally, as well as do conference calls. And we each have our own office and our own little avatar. And since we implemented this technology a couple of years ago, it's really, really helped create a sense of community and foster better communication among the team members prior to that we were just using skype now skype is used predominantly for communication <coughs> outside of the company so coco can integrate with zoom it can so coco, um, it can integrate with slack it can integrate with a lot of other pieces of software to increase its usability but the main features that we use are predominantly within socoko so, so between that and all the other technology that we use to communicate across the team it' really hasn't been an issue. And in fact, I, I, I prefer having the space to be able to think and be able to do my own thing without having someone necessarily looking over my shoulder. So that's the way I like to work. So that's the way we sort of treat the people that we work with. We don't look over their shoulder. We work very much towards goals and deadlines. And then we work towards those goals and towards those deadlines. So if you want to work from nine to noon and then you have to go to the doctor until two and then come back and work until five and then put your kids to bed and then work from nine till midnight, if that's what it takes to get it done, that's fine with me. As long as you're available when you need to be available for scheduled meetings or what have you, then there's a lot of flexibility that we offer. And I I like to work that way.
0: Awesome. So uh, I think that uh, now so many people are getting forced forced into that, you kind of did the reverse direction. You actually made that a staple of your company and moved into it that way. So I guess everybody's kind of uh they're all they're doing the Rex thing now in, <laughs> in your footsteps.
3: Yeah, I was sort of embarrassed to tell people. In the beginning, that I worked from home and everybody else worked from home, but now it's like the cool in thing to do. It really, and it
2: really is. I mean, yeah, yeah. Even a lot of a lot of the big companies, um, you know, even Oracle's not opening up their offices till at least January of next year. So, and I, I think what's going to happen, Janine, is you're going to see a big increase in productivity as people are getting more comfortable. So, I think at that point. And I've seen it. I've seen a lot of corporate, even our Google reps, you know, um, you know, we spend quite a bit with Google. Our reps are answering me at 11 o'clock at night. That never happened before.
3: Right, yeah. You know,
2: we were getting answers during business hours and that was it, Monday through Friday. Now I'm getting, you know, I'm doing Zoom conferences with them, you know, at, at off hours from their living right. room. So it's...
3: That being said, it's not for everyone and it's right. not for all businesses. So there are, of course, advantages and disadvantages and people need to work out what whether or not those outweigh each other and what's gonna work for them longer term. But I am hoping that this forced condition creates new opportunities for people to work from home or to have a more balanced lifestyle. I know in general, even though we haven't stopped working as a result of the pandemic, we, we have slowed down. A lot of our clients have forced us to slow down. Right. And I think that there's something to be said about going at a more normal pace because as mm-hmm. you know, in this industry, it's up and it's down and it's 150 miles an hour right. at all times. And I, I'm hoping that having this flexibility in their work schedules or not having to commute an hour or two a day will give people the time that they need to, to relax a little bit.
2: I think the further on your comment about <clears throat> working from home, it's having a dedicated space as well,
3: mm-hmm. right?
2: Like I, I watched an interview from uh, Evan from uh, HyperTarget, you know, and he talked about how he converted his garage as of late. Really? And literally, <laughs> yeah. And literally <laughs> he said he uh, he locked out where you can't enter that the the house from the garage. He's got that door all locked. So he literally oh goes goodness. in and out from the garage so that nobody can disturb him. Um, so, the, the You do have to, at least in my personal opinion, have that balance where you can have your home life and your your uh, your business life separate. Like I, yeah,
3: absolutely. My
2: Malibu house. I've got a guest house that I work out of. That's you know 15 feet from my main house, but I'm still in my office. If I want to go say hi to the kids or what have you, I'll walk into that that house, but not for them to you know come in and.
3: Well, I don't have a Malibu house, but I do have well trained children.
2: (laughs) Well trained children. Yeah, I might I might (laughs) trade you for that.
3: (laughs) Since I've been doing this since they're born, they know that when mommy's in the office that, you know, not to disturb mommy, so to speak. So well-trained children is another That's That's less yeah. expensive option.
2: Yeah, there you go. Right. Uh, I see the
0: same rule in my office as well, too. As well. So.
3: Yeah, but in terms of creating spaces, my office is a dedicated space within the house. Mm-hmm. But interestingly, I prefer not to work on the weekends unless I have to. And yeah. I try not to even go near the office. You know, I right. need a break. I need my downtime. I work my butt off during the week and then we need some downtime. So. Uh, it's interesting when you work at home how I find that even going into that space, that workspace doesn't doesn't work for me when I'm trying to have that relaxing moment.
2: right. No, that makes sense.
0: Well, that makes sense. and uh, and we want to thank you so much for taking the time to bring us into your office as well and share the information with you. You're always a breath of fresh air and stuff. And we certainly hope that you'll be back on the show again. Um, if uh, if our listeners want to get in touch with you, give them some ideas of what you can discuss with them and how they can get in touch with you as well.
3: Sure. I mean, being experienced with managing a virtual business, if anybody has any questions or thoughts or ideas about how they can potentially improve theirs, there's uh, feel free to reach out on Skype via Rex Direct Net is my, my Skype ID. That's probably the best way to reach me. And of course, if you're looking for leads, calls, or traffic on lead generation, that's really what we specialize in. We own our own properties and have been doing it for a really long time. Our focus is always on the pursuit of the perfect lead. And mm-hmm. we're constantly implementing our own Technology and our own proprietary processes to get our clients to that point. So, anyone that's looking for great calls, looking for great leads, uh, ways to monetize their sites, because we own some ad serving technology as well, we're very technology focused and technology enabled to make our own businesses efficient as well as our clients. Great.
0: Well, that sounds awesome. We want to thank you so much for, for being our guest here as well. And in closing, just remember dinosaurs rock.
3: Absolutely. T-Rexes in particular. <laughs> Thank you so much for having me. It's Thank you so great much. Fun.
2: And I'd, lo- I'd love
3: to be back to talk about other subjects Sounds in the great. future. Take
2: Thank care. Bye-bye. Right, bye.
3: Thanks.
2: Bye. All right, we we did it. Yeah. What? Oh, that's at 9%. Hold on. I have my not well-behaved child coming in. Non-trained her child. Her, her, her iPad. Here, Jenna. I've been wearing my gold chain for two weeks too. So she's she walks around with this thing on.
3: Hi, <laughs> hey, are, are you following me? You're following me
2: too. Right here. say hi.
3: Hi, hi. Do you help daddy work?
2: Or you, you just help like? Daddy work? Huh? Do you help daddy
3: work? <laughs> yeah, I know my kids really love to spend the money that I make from work. They're they're really good at that. <laughs> in terms of helping me, not so much, but
2: No, she just came in because her iPad ran out of battery. She needs a backup iPad. Oh
3: technology The, ba- the back backup iPad. You're quite a lucky girl. Not yeah. everyone has a backup. Yeah, and does. a cool chain too, as well.
2: Yeah. She's yeah, it's mine. She's been with I've had it for like 25 years and she's been wearing it. So
3: that's wonderful. And then you have another yeah, I do. All
2: right, honey. Yeah. Here, go grab the other right You know what?
3: You. That's what makes it worth it, right? I mean, yep. just, just to be able in the middle of the day to kiss your kid and, and yep. know that what you're doing is making a difference, not I just agree. for your clients, but for your family. It, it, it keeps you going. For sure. I
0: agree. Kissing the kid, say hello to Bennett Kelly as well.
3: Hello. How are you? Thank you for helping out with the everything else. Oh, Thank wait. You. You're the you're the lawyer guy, right? I'm the lawyer yeah.
1: dude. Yeah. Yeah. yeah you're not like, talking about Brasco. Love,
3: yeah. I'm not talking about Brasco. I got yeah. confused. because People the, get us
1: confused all the time. Yeah.
3: <laughs> you jumped into his quadrant and I got confused.
0: Mm. <laughs> yeah, <that's> right. <laughs>
3: All right. So you want me to cut out? You need anything else for me?
0: Um, good? No, we're, we're good. good. All
3: right. Thank you wonderful. so much, Janine. Thank you. Enjoy the rest of the show. Looking Thank forward so to seeing it. Bye-bye. Thanks. Us too. Well, of course, with all the
0: stuff that's going on on the internet and the world out there as well, sometimes you need a smart guy in the room, and certainly Kevin and I are not those smart guys in the room. We've got the big dog who's smarter than the average cat. He happens to be Bennett Kelly with the InternetLawCenter.net. Bennett, welcome back, man.
1: Welcome back. Woof, woof to you guys. Um <laughs> got a lot of interesting things going on. Should I just jump in it or do you have any questions first? I
0: think, I think you probably should. We kind of, uh, uh are kind of following you. You know, you gave us a little heads up on the CDA 230 act and maybe you might want yeah. to embellish so, that a little bit and, and give us, give us it's some one.
1: It's it. one of the underpinnings of kind of the internet today. It's called, um, CDA 230, which is, um, an abbreviation for the Communications Decency Act. Um, and Section two hundred and thirty um, says that websites will have no liability for basically third party content. They won't be treated as publishers. So when I write on Facebook or Twitter um, or my comments on any you know article, um, the the host of that platform is not liable for what I say. I am, of course, but they are not. And the other thing is they're not liable. They wanted to encourage people to moderate those forums and society, you know, they cited, forums, these are good, let's have robust debate, and so, but we're not going to make you liable for moderating them, because we want you to use, you know, make efforts to kind of eliminate some things, um, but it's up to you, because these are private forums what you do. So that's come into focus in a couple of ways. Uh, one is a humorous way, and just reminds you of how it works. Um, Twitter just recently was successfully uh, dismissed a lawsuit brought by Congressman Devin Nunes of the Fresno area here in California. And um, there's an account, um, one called Devin Nunes' Cow, and one called Devin Nunes' Mother, and that uh, routinely make fun of Devin Nunes. And um, he's actually uh, very thin skinned and sued the the cow and his mother, um, fake mother. And uh, as well as Twitter, and the lawsuit against Twitter was thrown out because Twitter has no his immunity right. um, because of CDA 230 and since it's a cow, maybe some of the Food and Drug Act, I don't know. But of any event, <laughs> any event um, this, but at the same time, ever since Trump got um, labeled by Twitter for some of his actions, um, there's been calls um, by some t- conservatives to um, amend CDA 230 to actually impose a requirement that they exercise good faith in moderation. And um, one bill was recently introduced, which probably won't go anywhere, but it would create an incentive to sue over it, um, creating um, statutory damages and attorney's fees if the moderators didn't uh, act in accordance with published principles. And uh, so if you have that kind of setup, the fear is you'll have one or two things. They'll either not offer these forms. Um, or the second thing would be you would just have no moderation. So all type of you know, garbage and stuff will get on there. And this puts them in an awkward position because the European Union actually has certain rules requiring the regulation of hate speech. And hate content, for example, in Germany, if you post something, you know, from the Nazis, it has to be removed within hours, and so it's it's kind of a tension going on. um, But I don't know nothing. I don't think anything's going to happen anytime soon. But it's really become a hot debate over should this be changed? What is what is the responsibility of the platforms to moderate content on their sites? Particularly since you know there was all the allegations about the thousand and sixteen election, um, right. the use of it for disinformation on COVID, as well as you know, the proliferation of hate groups. So, how does this compare to the DMCA Act? Um, well, one, DMCA that was by village people, but um, no, that's the, one. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, Sorry, I the DMCA <laughs> exactly. <laughs> So next time that comes up, you're going to be humming. No. So um, DMCA, I always tell people um, the internet is really good about copyrights, people not so much. And so um 8 230 is about people and basically gotcha. says they can do whatever they want, regulating people. Um, copyright, no. And so uh, DMCA um, says basically, young man, um, are you listening to me? And uh, – <laughs> And then it says, um, basically, if you have the, the so post copyright protected material on your platform uh, and I'm the owner, I can uh, you have to give me a procedure where I flag it and you have so much time a reasonable time to remove it right um, or you can be liable. So basically it right. creates them a safe harbor. I'm not going to be liable for third-party content mm-hmm. and including copyright as long as I adhere to these procedures on copyright. Right. Well, does that mean then?
0: Uh, can I can I take videos off of YouTube, if you will, and use them on my television shows?
1: Um, you can. You can also have your your ass sued very quickly. Um,
2: <laughs> yeah, and John, you can get yourself clean. You can have a good meal. You can do what you about can do what you, what
1: feel. you feel? And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> So there's a perception that if it's on the Internet, it must be free to use. And that's just not true. And that's partly why you have DMCA, um, so that stuff can be removed. And um, if if you put stuff up that's copyright protected, you're going to be you – know, you could face a lawsuit, but, you know, it definitely might, it's going to be taken down or likely to be taken down through the DMCA process. And the, th- the thing is, is to remove that perception that uh, just because it's on the Internet, it must be free to use. Now, there are um, – there's a whole notion of digital, um, the Creative Commons, and uh, that you can use certain things um, freely as long as you um, give attribution. Or there's different levels of requirements, and depending on what the, how the author specifies. So there's that. There's a whole lot of sites that have free content that you can go to, and um, and then in addition, you know, there's public domain. You know, you can get stuff from government websites or elsewhere and uh, you know th- that stuff is free to use. Well,
0: great. Um, so I guess the, the big thing is that just know that, uh, be careful if you're gonna use something that's not yours, call somebody like yourself or research as heavily or you, you may be getting a, a rather nasty phone call from somebody.
1: Yeah, well, they'll probably send the letter, but yeah. The, the nasty part, yes.
0: That's true. So, speaking of nasty, uh, Kevin, any last minute thoughts for uh, Ben? Yeah,
2: definitely. No man does it all by himself. I said, young man, put your pride <laughs> on the <this> shelf.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, so now we now we're gonna get into theme songs for our next shows.
1: Absolutely. So better, better you know, than a word of the day. So uh, you got to address this? Which which one you gonna address as? The Indian or the the police or uh, the probably the cowboy. <laughs>
2: <laughs>
0: on a steel horse i ride as that's do. right all right anyway hey listen um a lot of things going on out there don't do it by yourself you've got the safety net here we call him the big dog you can reach him at uh, b kelly at uh, internetlawcenter.net uh, any last minute uh, thoughts that you might have dog
1: um bow, wow wow youpo thank you <laughs>
0: And uh, so, stay tuned for our next episode. Once again, we will let the dog out. We're talking to Bennett Kelly. Thanks again, Bennett. Thank you. Well, this has been a been a great show. Gosh, Kevin, you just keep coming up with the great guests and stuff. But tell us uh, in your in your own words, you know, uh, things that we need to know and things we should know, but more so than that, things that we we gotta know.
2: Yeah, I, th- I think the biggest thing, my biggest. Uh message this week is stop watching the news (laughs) because it's it's a lot of sensationalism unfortunately the way the media is portraying everything and it just it's fear-mongering i i personally don't watch it and i I don't think it's good for anybody to be in a positive mindset or to be in a business mindset to worry about all the different happenings i mean i get it's it's okay to understand what's happening in the world but unfortunately right now it's uh there's nothing good So focus on good things. Take that time to improve yourself, to read, to do things that are better and, you know, and be kind to everybody.
0: Well, I think, I think that's a good point. Um, I was a newscaster in LA for 13 years. And so I understand how to read the news. You're smart enough to understand how to read the news, but most people out there, it's just, it's a thin line between uh, propaganda and brainwashing and just make sure you redo the research on that. And and when you're doing the research, uh, you know, research your own life as well. And Bennett, tell us uh, some things that uh, that uh, we should know, and tell us something that we got to know.
1: Well, one thing you should know is there's a lot of continuing what we're talking about, CDA two thirty. There's a lot of pressure now being applied to Facebook, um, a lot of advertisers are either. Um, SUSpending um, or even pulling out from Facebook, you know, big big names, you know, Coca Cola, uh-huh. for and um, it, it could reshape, um, you know, how social media is in the future. We just don't know. This is still early in the game. Right. Um, what you should know in talking about content and how to get you know, without violating people's copyrights is a great website called Pixabay, and its images are free. And they have video too, so if you want to get your, you know, virtual background, you can do that. What's so it called, Brendan? Um, Pixabay. I think it says p i x a b a y dot com, and it's fun to play there. Nice. And um, you can get um, your free images and video and royalty well, free. That's great. Yeah.
0: Well, that's good. Well, thank you so much. And I want to thank our audience for tuning in as always. It's great. we love the, to get the mail and we love to have you guys check in with us. Uh, just a reminder that this, uh, Podcast is non-sponsored and you can support us by going to internet traffickings.com. Also give us a five-star rating. That would be awesome. That's where Ben puts up his five stars if he's paying attention. And you can do that on he's just little slow today. as well. And uh, see us on Spotify. And of course, go to our YouTube channel. You can see our smiling faces on video as well, broadcasting here from the, uh, the studio inside fabulous UNLV. I want to thank our executive producer, Kevin DiVincenzi, for being with us. Great guest. Kevin, as always. Yeah,
2: thank you so much, John. It's been great.
0: Well, it's been awesome. And uh, we're going to have more coming up here. So on behalf of all of us, to all of you, uh, I'm the big Fabu, John Fondi, and we'll see you on the next episode of Internet Traffic Kings.